What's up, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the I've Been That Girl podcast. This is Amber, your host, and for this episode, I'm just going to do some Q&As, read some feedback from people off Instagram, and kind of revisit the beginning of my relationship with Julian. Um, It's not going to be super long. I'm not going to dive into all that juicy stuff. Um, so for questions, let me get this pulled up. Alrighty. Um, so the first question is, why did he blame you for his wrongdoings? Um, I think, um, people project often, uh, so they don't feel guilty about what they're doing. Um, he's always been a vengeful person. He's always been kind of that tick-for-tack person. Um, and... I think, I think that's why he blamed me. He just needed a reason to feel inferior and to not feel guilty for his decisions and his choices. If you weren't together, why would him talking to Priya from Tinder make you mad? It wasn't the fact that he talked to her. Julian talks to a lot of women. That's just who he is. It was the context of the conversation that he had with her that he omitted from me. Um, so if you're coming at me about being dishonest and being disrespectful, but you're going to omit that part. That's why it pissed me off. It was the context of the conversation and then you, how you're gunning for me about some shit that you were doing. Um, how could you still love somebody like him? Um, I'm human and I did genuinely love him and that's not something that just goes away overnight. Um, that's just, that's a process that I'm learning to unlearn. Um, and it doesn't help that I am carrying his child. So, yeah, he, he did some, he did some shady shit. He said some shady shit and he's still an asshole. Um, but it's just a process. If he were to want to be with you again, what would you do? Well, he's made it clear that he doesn't want to be with me. Um, literally every time we talk, he tells me to go and chase Patrick. Um, just three days ago, we're still talking about Patrick. Um, and he's actually, um, moved on himself. He's, uh, I just found out he's got him a little boo thing already. And I just think the reality of the situation is, um, it is obviously, it's very toxic. It, the rela- he didn't care and love me like he claims he did. Um, and although I do do still have just an emotional attachment to him, I know the relationship just couldn't work. Um, it just like I just can't. You know, there's numerous reasons, but the biggest thing that I'm holding on to right now is I just can't respect a man who initially denies the child, denies his kid. And then you don't help with your child. So I just can't respect a man who places himself above his children and that's what he does. Um, And he's just super disrespectful too. Like, at the end of the day, like, we're not together, but I am the mother of your child and you could be compassionate about that. But he's not. Why would he call you a cum bucket? That's so disrespectful. Um, That's a question for Julian. I mean, we all call each other names. Uh, he just felt like my exes 
used me to just nut on me. I was just a prop for them. Um, and it is extremely disrespectful. Another question is, who is this Patrick guy? Why is he so relevant? Patrick is the guy that I was with prior to Julian. I have no fucking clue why he is still relevant to this day. It is just... It's so fucking annoying when I talk to him and when I talk to Julian and he still tells me to go get Patrick. That the guy that I wanted is here. So to go get him. And I I don't know why he's fucking relevant. Like, Julian blames... That's, you know, that's one of his reasons why we broke up was Patrick. I was obsessed with Patrick. Even though I didn't fucking talk to Patrick. Like, Julian, you're talking to, like, ten girls. Ten plus girls. And I'm obsessed with my ex, so that's why we're gonna break up with me. I, like... I just can't deal. It's like literally still, we've been broke up seven months and he still talks about him. Um, so another, uh, I had some questions on my podcast page from a follower and it was more like so geared towards his family. Um, she was curious on how his family treats me and I don't really have a relationship with his family. Um, when him and I were dating, I met his sister and his pops. I mean, they're, they're nice, but I don't have a relationship with them. Um, I know you said that he didn't tell them about the pregnancy. Do they support you in your, pre in your pregnancy? Uh, so, I don't know if they support the pregnancy. They did. Um, his sister, his mom, and his great aunt, or his aunt, showed up to the baby shower. Um, which you know, goes a long way. Um, do they reach out to you or check up? No. Uh, literally, no. They haven't up until yesterday. Um, his, his aunt reached out to me two days ago to check in. I felt that was super genuine. And his dad, his pops reached out to me yesterday as well. So, um, I think... I, I don't, up, yeah, up until yesterday, they didn't, but they did, and I thought it was genuine. Do they offer any help? No, and I don't think it's their responsibility to help. Um, you know, I am, I'm a grown-ass woman. Their son's a grown-ass man. It is ultimately our responsibility to take care of our child, and that's how I, how I view it. Um, I didn't reach out to my parents for help with my daughter. And neither did uh, we reach out to Mackenzie's dad. Or, yeah, Mackenzie's dad's family for help. Like, that, our, that's our kid. We take care of our kid. So, I don't, it's, I don't think, I'm not, I, I'm not upset that they haven't offered any help. It's just not their place. Would I deny help? Absolutely not. Um, or do they support him in his decisions on how he is handling things? I do think that they support him in a sense. I do think he gets enabled. Um, he has three kids. And he left North Carolina to go to Texas. And that was that decision was supported. I don't think it was smart. I even told him that when him and I were dating. Um, but at the end of the day, that is their son. That's their nephew, brother, etc. So I do think, in a sense, they do support him. Um, but I do also think that they do... Most of them want to have a relationship with my son. 
um, which is why I opened up that door for them. He didn't. He decided to keep them closed out, but I wanted to give his family, his other um, daughter, an opportunity to have a relationship with my son. Um, and then, I think the most, the, the feedback that I did, I got, I got some feedback, but the one that stood out to me the most was um, an, uh, an individual who just related with me, I guess. And she said that she had a long list of stuff, so I asked her to kind of elaborate for me. So I'll read off that. Um, she said, one, the lie about you answering DMs, that's gaslighting. That's really not that big of a deal, but he wanted to make you feel like shit because he was doing worse and he wanted something to hold over your head. Two, the whole Patrick situation. Again, he was deflecting from what he had going on. So he had to make a big deal about something else and he knew how you felt about him. So he wanted you to feel bad and go above and beyond, which you did. Three, the ultimatum. He knows what he was doing, so he had to make sure you weren't doing the same thing. Four, when he kicked you out and made it about you flipping out or about you being disconnected, it wasn't about that. It was about the fact that you went from being 16 hours away to being in the same house. And he didn't have the same freedoms instead of admitting it was hard and working through it. He was a pussy and a coward and treated you like shit. And she just said, um, you know, we had similar situations. Uh, number four stood out to me a lot. I never really looked at it like that. Like, Julie and I had a really great virtual relationship. And it wasn't until I did move to Texas for him is when shit kind of went sour. Um, so that kind of made me look at it differently. It is, it, it, there's a big difference being 16 hours away and then being right up under each other. Um, and I do, I still maintain to this day that the reason that he broke up with me and kicked me out was bullshit. He just, his, his lifestyle in Houston did not align with, um, the life that him and I were creating. Even though he said he wanted these things, I think it just smacked him in the face and he didn't want these things. So he had to use everything that he's got against me to kick me out. Um, and in things and, and you know, I stand by and I stand by that because, you know, at the end of the day, we're having a kid. So it's no longer about me and you. It's about our child and he hasn't done anything for him. Um, and by that, like I've asked for simple things, diapers and wipes. Can you help me with a, with a stroller? It's the stroller in the car seat set. Can you help me with a crib? And his responses have been, I will, but on his time. And he hasn't helped. He hasn't helped at all. And he's took, he can take trips to, you know, he's taking little mini vacations with his new boo thing. He wines and dines. Um, his new girl, along with other girls he was dating. So it's like, to me, you know, if you, if, you know, if you wanted this, really, you would have acted differently. You would have acted accordingly, like, you chose to tell people that I'm claiming the baby's yours. Um, you chose not to help. You've chose not to be present. You post all these like motivational quotes on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And it's just like very hypocritical of him because he's done the complete opposite. Um, so her, her feedback really resonated with me. Especially that part. It just, you know, it just makes sense. Um... So, I know I, like, talk, like, 
I ramble a lot on these. I know I'll get better, but it's just trying to put everything together. There's, especially on this piece with Julie and I, um, it's just so much. Um, but I just kind of wanted to revisit the beginning. You guys already have based like the basic rundown of me and him. What happened? How toxic it was. How toxic it still is. We do not get along still. Um, he's already got him another girlfriend. Like it's just for me, it's just been a very emotional roller coaster. Um, and it just sucks. You know, I'm two weeks away from giving birth to our son, and he's laid up in bed with somebody else, and. I don't know like I just I don't understand her perspective either but that's not I guess that's not my place um as a female I know we do stupid things when we like somebody so I'm not gonna speak on her and for him it's just you know I want I guess like I want opinions too like what do y'all think um you know I, I have like a, a battle in my head where I feel like I'm right. Like, I don't think he loved me. I don't think he cared about me. Because there's just no way in hell that... You could treat me the way that you do. You don't have anything to do with your son. You don't help. You place yourself and others above him. And you're... You know, you've got two other kids, too, that you don't do anything for. Like... I don't know why it's such a battle for me to try to rationalize that or listen to his bullshit where he's like, I did love you. I did care for you. But because you did this, this is why I've already got somebody in my bed. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but anyway. So, you guys have the rundown on us. How we met. Where things are, etc. Um, so... I've been doing a lot of, like, self-reflecting, self-thinking, and uh, just really taking this situation and trying to apply that to my life and moving forward. And just trying to look at it as, you know, if we, meeting online, do I think things would have played out differently if we met in person? No. Um, I think now, you know, it is kind of the new norm for people to meet online. Um, so I don't think that played a factor in how our relationship went to, to me in my personal opinion um i kind of want to touch on like love and infatuation because that's what stands out to me in my relationship with uh, that set my relationship apart with julian and others um so what was different about julian and why did i choose to actually meet him in person so i'm i'm like infamous for not meeting people I will have conversations with you or I used to would entertain people all the time and that would be it it was just a dead-ass meaningless conversation on the internet I'd had no plans on meeting you um the difference with Julian was and with the others that I were I was committed to was I wasn't infatuated with him I think everybody knows what infatuation is it's just basically um you know, it's a, it's a fantasy world. Doesn't require you to think much. Um, you don't know anything about the person that you're attracted to. It's just like a very quick attraction and you're like head over heels for that person. Versus actually being in love, which is a reality. It's not a fantasy and that takes time. So with Julian, I was not infatuated with him. He didn't awe me. I was very attracted to him. 
literally embodied, you know, what I what I want in a man. Tall, dark, handsome. Um, so I was super attracted to him. But I was not infatuated with him. And I don't think that's a bad thing. He thinks that's a bad thing because he didn't awe me. Um, but for me, I'd, I'd rather experience real love than infatuation that I have with others because that, that fizzles out. It's not real. Um, so there's a very big difference between infatuation and being in love. Infatuation is, um, you know, when you first see someone that you're attracted to, you're you immediately feel that connection, um, based on that. Whereas love is knowing the good and bad of someone and still loving them all in the same. Um, and I feel like by knowing the difference between being infatuated and being in love or loving someone, you'll know if you're, you're with the right person. Um, and I'm gonna throw this in there too. This is like really odd, but before I met him, like I've, I've seen him around Greensboro, but him and I never talked. Um, but I had, I had several dreams about him and I, I've told him that. Um, so when I actually found him, I did find him on Instagram and then he slid in my DMs, you know, immediately my dreams stood out. Like, oh shit, like I've dreamed about this guy. So that was something too that was different with him. Like, I feel like I kind of manifested him. Um, and I swore, I swore I was going to marry him, y'all. It was weird, but I swore that's who I was going to marry. Um, but the universe works in different ways, so. Anyway. Um, so like I said, so I think by knowing the difference between, between the two, you'll know if you're with the right person. Um, and that's something that I am learning now. Um, I still was not infatuated with him. Like, I genuinely loved Julian. And so with that infatuation being a fantasy, um, it kind of sets you up for failure. You're like, you're expecting perfection and that just doesn't exist. Um, it's like you, you know, you look at your partner and you already believe that they're perfect without even freaking knowing them. And that's just obviously, you know, why my other relationships failed. Um, and you're looking at it because they're cute, um, their personality's cute because you just already have this picture painted of them, uh, and in our heads, like, it's just, it's perfection. So, you ultimately go blind to these red flags, um, and... I don't know. In reality, people have, like, a lot of sides to them, and you can't choose which ones you prefer to make an appearance, and, like, I, I guess that just ties back into infatuation just being a fantasy, and it's not real, um, and we have this picture painted of somebody that's just untrue, and we do it, we do eventually learn that that's not true, because these people have so many different sides to them, um, and so with love, um, Julian will fight me until his face is blue that I didn't love him. And I think, I don't think I know for once, um, I got to experience what true love was. Um, I, I genuinely loved him and I genuinely still do. And I do think that's why I've taken the approach that I have with healing and 
um, as I stated before, um, not trying to fill these voids, not trying to just, you know, entertain the next man that is hops in my DM. I know I'm pregnant, um, but you'd be surprised how many people still hop in people, pregnant women's DMs. It's weird. Um, so if I wanted to replace him, I could have. But I think actually being in love with him helped me not repeat these cycles anymore. Um, so learning what love felt like. I've never felt like, you know, I've been loved before. I didn't I didn't grow up in a house household that, you know, showed emotion. Um, it was the complete opposite of that. So experiencing that, like that means a lot to me. And it's, um, you know, this breakup has been a lot harder because of that too. I actually got to experience this with somebody and I thought it was the right person. And I thought that's who I was going to spend my life with. Um, and for him, it wasn't, it just wasn't real. I don't think he knows what love is. Even though he was able to teach me things, I don't think he truly knows what genuine love is. Like, he's very superficial and big on his image and um, just stuck in the superficial world right now. Um, you know, as much as he posts online, like, motivational quotes and acts like he's so woke and stuff, like, oops. Uh, I definitely think... I definitely know that, you know, he needs the heal too. And by hopping from female to female is not going to do that for him. Um, but, so love, you know, love, so love is about being comfortable in revealing your true self. We feel comfortable in exposing things that are embarrassing or things that are hard to talk about. And um, that's something that I did with him. If, like, I was extremely vulnerable with him. And now, he now he now uses my vulnerabilities against me. Um, but I was able to do that with him. I wasn't able to do that with anybody else. Uh, Julian is a lot about me that no one knows. Um, and it just sucks that he could blast that, like, at any given day, you know? But it is what it is. Um, but so uh, love is just really being real. And, you know, I know I was dishonest with him about certain things, but I was real about the process. Like, I I just took it serious. Like, I loved him. Obviously, I took it serious. I moved to Texas for him. Like, I've never did that. I gave up my, my independence. My independence was everything. That's all I had was my independence. And I was very proud of myself for that. And I gave that up for him. Um, so I think love is all about being real versus expecting perfection. Um, excuse me. Um, infatuation also ties into obsession. Um, it also... Infatuation makes us want to be perfect too, if that makes any sense. Um, and then love is timeless. Um, and that ties into the battle that I have with he didn't love me. Um, love means, you know, you, 
you feel and you you feel for each other. Um, it doesn't matter how hard things get. It doesn't have an expiration date. I know that's super corny, but it doesn't. Um, and infatuation is just a fleeting moment. Um, but I said I think I think that's what was different for me in the beginning. Um, I don't think if we met, you know, in person that it would have changed. Um, I just, I wasn't infatuated with him. I, I was cautious. Um, and that's okay. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with not being infatuated with somebody and taking your time. Um, but that is it for this episode. Um, I'm sorry for it just being so jumbled. I'll get better, y'all. I promise. I, I'll get better. Um, but just revisiting the beginning. Trying to, you know, just look at it from that. Like, if I met him any differently, would it be different? No. Um, you know, things happen. And we just have to run with it. Um, it was a very toxic relationship. But it has taught me so much about myself, y'all. Um, and although it's like, you know, super emotional and I'm super hormonal, um, I'm grateful. I am grateful um, for getting to experience what I experienced with him. Um, you know, it feels good to kind of know know the difference now between love and infatuation. Um, and that's kind of what I wanted you guys to take away from this. Um, uh, was just, you know, infatuation, love, what's the difference? Um, it's unfortunate it didn't work out, but, you know, I think he was more infatuated with me than he was in love. Um... But that's that. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. I'm so sorry I've been late with my releases. Um, nine months pregnant and I just not, I don't feel good. Uh, but I'll get better. If you haven't already, please go and follow my Twitter and my Instagram at I've Been That Girl. That is spelled T H T. And I look forward to you guys tuning into another episode as always. Please shoot me an email, DM me, text me with any feedback um, on how to improve my podcast. Any feedback on what the message was today. Um, what do you guys want to hear next? Um, you know, things like that. Always encouraging that. Soon, hopefully, I'll be able to get other people on the podcast once I figure out the um, logistics behind that. So other people can share their stories. Other people can um, chime in on mine and all that good stuff. I will um, talk to you guys next episode.